GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. We just heard Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni, but mostly Howie yeah, Roseman. I was gonna say, not really, Nick. Not much, Nick Sirianni. Almost a joke. Hey, Nick, uh, hi, but we're going to talk about yeah, why now. they put him out there with Howie. Yeah, it's, like, seriously, we are at the point, Elliot, where, and we'll dive into it all. A lot of season wrap up. We got all kinds of stuff coming up this offseason. Saturday, one to three, a lot more of this talk yes. on WIP, all that good stuff. Um, I think Howie is is Neo in the Matrix. He is. So I've never seen the Matrix. So. Okay, well, for yeah. people who've seen the Matrix, which I'm guessing is, I've seen parts of fair- the Matrix. Oh, God, yeah, not all of it. <laughs> Watch I mean, a movie. I, I, yeah, I'm fine. Anyway, it's probably, what three hours? I feel like no, I've seen it is movie. not a three hour movie. It's like a two hour movie. Um, he has reached the Neo level. He is. He is. He is in total control. Yeah. Of the press, the Matrix is the press conference, and how he runs the Matrix. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. He never to says break anything him. wrong. Yeah. He never says anything wrong. It was he, he never misspeaks. Although I will say the quarterback factory thing was, it was a misspeak. But yeah, yeah, but that that was not today. Today right. was flawless. Like he didn't say anything anything wrong. He wasn't painting any corners. You know, we'll get into the 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 strong endorsement of Jalen Hurts, whether you believe it or not. But um, so is it just, fair to say the pod title off of you is Howie Roseman's flawless? <laughs> Is that the pod title <laughs> by James? James don't, says how he's flawless. Don't take my words out of context, Elliot. He said, <laughs> said he was flawless here. today. That's what we do on the radio. We don't do that <laughs> here, all right? Um, overall thoughts, and then we'll dive into specific stuff, just Howie and Nick, end of season presser, kind of what they had to say. Yeah. So their objective in this, and I don't mean this as an offense towards them, but their objective is not to tell the truth. 
They do not go into this press conference saying, let's explain to everybody what our plan is and what we think. Like, that's not their objective. They go in trying to help themselves and trying to avoid controversy and to a certain degree to send messages. Like, those are their three things. So in terms of helping themselves, it helps them to say that they're committed to Jalen. They could really be committed to Jalen. They definitely could be. Jalen could be the starter next year. But it helps Howie to go out there and say, yeah, of course we want Jalen to be our guy. Why? Because then other teams that are trading with them know, don't think that maybe they're committed to Jalen. I don't think they're tricking anybody, but ultimately it does not help Howie whatsoever to go out there and say, yeah, we're going to try to get Russell Wilson, but he's probably not coming here, right? Like (laughs) He's definitely going to go out there and say, Jalen was great, he's our guy, all those things. And then if they trade for him, they'll just say, yeah, things change. Like They're not going to let what they say in a press conference stop them from making a trade for a Very clearly. Right. Last year he said it was like fingers on his hand with right. Carson Wentz, and then he turned around and traded him. Exactly. I noticed his hands. There were 10 fingers there. He didn't get rid of yeah, any. Yeah, and one has a Super Bowl ring. So, like, <laughs> you just can't help yourself. So, so, yes, I agree. Like, they were not going to say anything. Now, the other thing is they didn't create any controversy. Like, they don't want to go out there and say anything to rip people. Like, they're not going to go out there and rip Rager. They're not going to go out there and say, yeah, J.J. sucks, right? Like, they're going to call him an enforcer. They're going to say nice thing about about Paving the way, Elliot. Exactly. So that that's the other thing. And then the third is they do want to send messages. And speaking of Rager, I do think that they made somewhat of a concerted effort not to praise him too much. Yeah, like, well, I think calling Quez Watkins the number two when Nick did that was yeah. one of the more surprising moments of the press conference because, hey, he wasn't your number two this year. You didn't scheme for Quez Watkins. You schemed for Jalen Rager. Yeah. I didn't see those... Quez Watkins bubble screens or, you know, end arounds right. or whatever. So, like, they they said we view Quez as better than Rager is what they said. But on the field, that's not what we saw. Yeah, and I also think there was there was a moment where Sirani was talking about Rager. And he's talking, he was doing the whole thing he normally does. Like, oh, he has all the speed and whatever. Oh, blah, elite blah. talent, buddy. Yeah, and then he goes, but to be clear, I'm not putting this all on myself. Like, I thought he was, like, very clear to be like, I am also criticizing Reger. So I think they wanted to go into this knowing people were mad at Reger, knowing that they, they, they knew they wanted fans, that fans wanted to see blood to a certain extent. Fans wanted to see, like, we're disappointed in Reger. And so I think they made a concerted effort to do that. And then with the quarterback stuff, like, Again, what else are they going to say? Like, what could they have said that would have been interesting other than we're moving on from Jalen? And they're not going to say that. So do I think Jalen's going to be the quarterback next year? Yeah, I think he probably is. Do I think they're going to explore moving moving for another quarterback? Yeah, I do. Do I think what they said today matters? No, I don't think it matters at all. Except it does matter what they say to Jalen. That does matter. And they did say they told Jalen he's the guy for what that's worth. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, it does. I get it. No, I think it does. And look, I I agree with everything you're saying. I I think that their their whole goal is to, you know, to your point, like they're not there to tell us the truth. They're not right. there to explain their thought process, or you know, no matter what this press conference is supposed to be, that's not what they're there for. They're and playing chess. Yeah. And look, I think Nick did a great job too. He's really grown. You know, you think about like a basically a year ago was that opening right. press conference, like a year and a, a few weeks or whatever it was, a week. Um, I mean, he's light years better at it. Yeah, light years better at it. He knows, you know. Where the minefields are. He knows not to say anything. Not to say anything of of substance and all that. So I I agree. I thought they did a good job. Let's let's get back to the Hurts part of it, though, because I did think it was interesting the way it all kind of transpired. First and foremost, when you say, yeah, what else were they going to say? I agree. But I didn't expect them to be as strong. In their in their like statements, like Jalen Hurts is our starter for twenty twenty two, like right, like that type of definitive answer, I was not expecting. And I was expecting the very first question in the press conference. Shout out to Rube, 
which it should have been, yeah. was, you know, has Jalen Hurts done enough to, to be your starter next year? And how he doesn't say yes. He's he's like, oh, you grab the bull by the horns. We really like to say, yeah. And then Rube has to follow up me like, is that a yes? And how he goes, yes. And then for the rest of the press conference, all the answers about Hurts are more definitive. Are, are we talked to Jalen? He knows he's our guy. Like you pointed out, all this stuff. Like, how do you parse through that? Because... There, at first, his first answer, and, and Joe and John on the on the midday show were like, I don't believe anything. Like, listen to that first answer. And I was like, yeah, but I thought throughout the rest of the press conference, they were even more complimentary of Hurt. And again, there's, yeah. there's value to that. But more than I expected. I expected Howie to answer the questions while still leaving himself some sort of an out. Like that first answer to Rube, the rest of the answers weren't that. Now, he might go back on that, as we've said, the Carson Wentz thing. But he, they were very definitive. If they'd move on from Hertz as the starter, like, everyone will go back to every outlet, ESPN, Sports Illustrated, Bleacher Report, whatever you look at, all one of the top headlines is Eagles name Hertz starter for 2022. Like, that is the message that is right. out there. Were you surprised it was that strong, and what do you make of it? No, because I don't think they were going to do anything but make it definitive. Like, what do they gain by making it? Uh, vague. Like, what do they gain by if, you know, if Rube followed up, if it was like, is that a yes or no, if Howie dodged that question, right? If Howie kept going out the presser saying, like, you know, oh, well, we'll see type of thing. Like, Hertz wasn't that bad. Like, if Hertz was bad, then yeah, then you do stuff like that. But Hertz did have over 3,000 yards. He did take them to the playoffs. Like, he was good enough where he, they could definitively say he's the guy. But again, like, the headline on ESPN is not going to stop them from trading for Agreed. a quarterback. I agree. So, so I, I, I thought it was, it was what I expected. Like, I expected him to come out and say Hurts is the guy. That's what I thought. But the, to me, like, the important thing, like I said, is what are they saying to Jalen? Because when they traded Carson, a big part of the narrative a year ago was, like, they treat they mistreated Carson. Of course, Carson wants out. All those things. Like, Carson doesn't trust them. And we've been over that a thousand times. But ultimately, like, it doesn't. it wouldn't matter, I guess, because he'd be gone. But if they... Told, if they tell Jalen, like, you're our guy, we are building with you, you did a good enough job, like, you are the quarterback, and then they bring somebody else in, like, that's messed up. Yeah. Like, they can lie to us. Like, I don't care. They can, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say I don't care if they lie to fans, but, like, there's nothing we can do about it. They're going to do what they're going to do at press conferences. But when they're behind the door with Jalen and they tell him that and they tell us they told him that, then it's messed up. Then it's messed up if yeah. they go into this offseason and they draft a quarterback. Absolutely. Or, right? That's the messed up part. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, so but that, if they trade Jalen, it doesn't matter because— Right, right. But if they—you know, I, I I do think they have set up a situation where there is the potential, at least, for, you know— Or think about this. Like, let's say they trade Jalen this offseason. They tell Jalen he's a guy, and then they trade him. What do other players in the locker room yeah, think? Then sure. the next well, time the Eagles tell well, not tell just them that, something. especially after the Carson Wentz thing. However, whatever side right. of that you're on, like that was an ugly look for the Eagles organization in terms of what they told their players, how happy players are here, whatever. And right. we we blame Carson. Like I'm I'm not, you know, we've been right, through this whole point, thing. Right. But like in terms of for for other players, for the league, for their image, like right. that that would be two straight years of coming out at the end of the season saying this is our quarterback, this is our and guy, we love it, and then moving on from it. Right, and that is. And so that matters. Now, but the other side to this is what do you think they know they're not getting a guy? That was so that was my my thought. The way I read it, right after all this stuff, you know, more strong than I expected, all that stuff. My read was how he knows he's not getting Russell Wilson, how he knows he's not getting Aaron Rodgers, how he knows that it is almost definitely going to be Jalen next year. And that 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 thus that's the way they're going to approach it. So I that's my guess. Right. Now I do think this could mean that they're prob- that they're definitely not drafting somebody. Mm-hmm. But then again, like it 
benefits them for teams that think they're not drafting a quarterback, right? It's like they're not going to come up for the draft and be like, yeah, we really like the receiver. Well, no, it doesn't. Not necessarily because, look, if they're in the 15th spot in the draft and Kenny Pickett's on the board and a team that really likes Kenny Pickett doesn't want the— That's true, I guess, actually. And they might, you know, try and trade up. Yeah. Although, I think Kenny Pickett— And that leaves a player you want on the board for 15 is, you know what I mean, is the idea. We'll talk about Kenny Pickett in a little bit. I was just an example of first name popping head. But I got some Kenny Pickett thoughts. Uh Uh-oh. But Uh-oh. but regardless, like I would be surprised. You're you're right. That does benefit them. You're right. That is the the reverse read of what I had. Sure. Yeah. So and again, look, I think that on the whole, uh, you know, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback in 2020. The question is, do they want Jalen to be the quarterback? I think that they are fine with Jalen being the quarterback. I don't. I think that in a perfect do you world, think they're stuck with him. In a way, like I think in a perfect world, I think that Howie, knowing what we know about Howie, I think Howie would rather have. A elite, no doubt about it, guy. In all teams, we'll would, to be fair, of course, right. I think that they don't think that that's going to happen. If I had to guess how this is all playing out, right. And I think, and I do think that. Look, I, I think that there's a real argument, as I've made, as you have made, that Jalen should be the guy, regardless, for next season. The mm. fact that I mean, we just mentioned Kenny Pickett. J- Jalen is younger than Kenny, he's which is younger wild, yeah. than Kenny Pickett, right? And he's in the NFL. He's got 20 starts under his belt. You know, like. That matters, and we've seen him grow and improve, and it's crazy to think that at the age of 23, he couldn't be better at 24. You know what I mean? Like, well, and he's improved every year. Exactly. Yeah. So so I think you can make a real argument that, especially with the stuff that we're most concerned about, the mechanics, the reading the field, like, that's the stuff that comes with time. Like, especially the reading the field stuff. Yeah. Like, it's all about these reps and seeing things. You know, it's like, don't t- blitz Tom Brady because he's seen it all. Yeah, he's seen it all. Like, that's the point. He's <laughs> yeah. seen it all. Like, Drew Brees, he's seen it and all. And Hurts like, has not seen Hurts it all. seen nothing comparatively. Yeah, he's seen so very little. I do think that that stuff matters, that that you get these reps, these opportunities, these situations. Like, oh, I've been in this spot. I know that when that guy is faking that way, he's actually he's actually coming back, and I shouldn't throw it. Like, that kind of stuff, I do think that that comes with – and look, you got to improve and you got to get better, but I right. do think that comes with, with And you reps. don't get four or five years, An opportunity. unfortunately. To like, right. right, but we're talking about two. No, we're I talking know. about two years. Three, kind of. You're right, two. But yes. really. I mean, no, that no, was Carson's year. Just yeah, stepped yeah. in. I'm not talking about years in the league. I'm talking about chances. Yes, I'm talking about I, I as the guy. That. Yeah. Now, the other thing is, since that we haven't talked or uh, haven't recorded since the Tampa game, and like the more I like think about the Tampa game, the more I like kind of rewatch it, see clips and stuff. Like, my concern with Jalen is not his arm. Like, I, I think Jalen can make almost all the throws. I think his deep ball is not great. I don't think he has, like, one of those arms where it's, like, it just flicks it and he goes, like, 70 yards. But I think for the most part, like, he he can make the throws. But the more I rewatched the Tampa game, it was, like, like they just schemed him, to your point about not seeing things, where, like, I don't think he knew what he was looking at mm-hmm. a lot of the time, 100%. right? Like, and they, like, forced him to the left a lot. And I also think what happens with Jalen, and we talked about this on the last one, is when when he gets rattled, like, I think his instinct is to run. Yep. Like, and he leaves the pocket too early. There was a play Baldy pointed out uh, on Twitter where he's kind of talking about how Rager's not getting open, right? But Jalen leaves the pocket way too early. Like, Rager ultimately gets open on the route, and if he's standing there in the pocket— Rager's open for the first down. It was a third and nine. But he leaves too early. Rager doesn't get open, and that's Rager's fault. Like, Rager lost at the line of scrimmage. But I thought there were a lot of plays where there were plays to be made in the passing game, and Jalen just didn't make them. And it wasn't – like, there were games this year where I think it was the Chargers where he just, like, missed guys. Like, he saw the read and he made it, but he just missed them. Against Tampa, it was not, like, missed throws. I know he had the Quez one deep that he overthrew him, but the game was over at that point. But just in terms of, like, why he struggled against Tampa, I think it was he didn't really – like Todd Bowles outcoached the Eagles and Jalen Hurts. Very and that, clearly, that falls on Nick too. But I, but but 
there were plays to be made there. And I also think people have said this throughout the year, and I haven't been as big of a believer in it, but I think it showed against Tampa. Like, Todd Bowles just forced Jalen to his left. It's almost like basketball, right, where it's like you just force someone to their left. Like, you, there were screenshots after screenshots and plays I saw where the, the, the line is just like, all to the right. Like, they're just not going to let him go to the right. And then it was like the regular play. He goes to the left, and he, he's throwing across his body, and he's unable to make the throw. So those are things Jalen has to improve on. It's just a matter of whether or not the Eagles are going to give him that chance. And we talked about this on the postgame pod too, but I believe it more and more. Like, they're going to try to trade for a quarterback. Whether they do it or not, I do not believe they are willingly going to spend all three first-round picks on defense like we want them to, right? Like, I do not believe they're willingly— I don't think they're making three picks no matter what. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I don't think they're going to take the linebacker out of Georgia willingly. Like, maybe that's, like, it ends up being the right pick, and maybe they do it. I mean, it is the right pick. Take N'Kobe Dean, but I know what you mean. But I I don't think they're going to be sitting there going into draft night being like, I hope we end up with N'Kobe Dean. I agree. Like, I think they are going in thinking, like, we want to use these picks— there's three positions they care about. Offensive line, defensive line, and quarterback. Like That's it. That's what they care about, right? And so their defensive line needs work. The quarterback thing is obviously a huge discussion. And they have the biggest Trevor chest, right, well of, uh, of uh, picks they've ever had. So they're going to want to use them on a quarterback. Now, they might not be able to, but I, I'm more and more convinced that, like, they are going to want to do it. It's just a matter of whether they're able to. Yeah, I think they want to do it. I don't think they're going to be able to. I really don't. Yeah. Like, I, I just uh, – the. I don't see it playing out this way. I think there's too many teams that need quarterbacks and too many options that Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers would choose, and I just don't see the Deshaun Watson thing happening. And those are the three names, right? You never know if someone shakes out, but those are the names, right? Because it's you, I, de- I think we can both agree they're not choosing like Kirk Cousins over Jalen Hurts. Well, let's Hurts. go through some names. Let's go through some names. I, like, okay, we can, but I'm telling you, I'm feel, unless someone shakes loose who no one expects to, like, I don't think— like Garoppolo, this I like. I think the only three guys that they're trading for, if they're trading for, are Watson, Wilson, Rogers. Like I don't think there's another name of someone who's realistically available who they're going for personally. So I think there's. Two, I think they'd rather go Hurts. Yes. So I think there's two guys now. First, I'm just curious. Like, where are you at? Like, would let's just say Rogers, Wilson, Watson all wanted to come here. Let's just live in that hypothetical mm-hmm. world, right? And you could have any of them for three first round picks. Would you trade for them? Uh, well, three first round picks is too many. I'm not giving so it. none of them. You would trade three. I, I, I'm like, just curious. I don't think I would. I don't I'm think I would. Like Rogers, I'd consider it. I would, Rogers is the top of the group for me. Right. He's the best of the. Three. He's just the best, and I see him aging well. I mean, look, he's he's going to win the MVP this year. Yeah. Like, he is going to be the MVP. You can say, all right, three, four years. The NFL changes so quickly. I was say, as long as he's really good for two years, it's we've worth seen it, it right? Yeah. Like we see it every year. We saw it with the 2016 Eagles becoming the 2017 Eagles. Yeah. Like, Earmuffs. One, two, three. Weird shit happens. Again, I know not shit. really sure. I know. I know All right. Fucking weird shit happens okay. in the NFL. Like, and it is such a year-to-year thing, and there's so much parody. Yeah. And we've seen teams take big leaps, like Daniel Jeremiah. I know the audio is going around today talking about- I haven't about, heard this yet. What is it? It's fascinating. So okay. Daniel Jeremiah put out the you know interesting hypothetical, would you trade the three, three first-round picks for Russell Wilson? Yeah. And a two. He went even further, which right. I don't think it would take that much. But again, like interesting that he put that there. And, like, got a lot of pushback. Like, Eagles fans being, like, bleeping crazy. Like, so what's crazy wrong? to me. And, and he responded on his podcast with Bucky Brooks, and he's basically, like, I'm getting all this pushback. He's like, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. He's like, the Eagles have one of the best offensive lines of Thank football. You. yes. They have an elite tight end. They have a potential, a number one receiver, who I think with good quarterback plays, a 100-catch guy in Devontae Smith. He said, look at the Bengals. The Bengals fixed their defense in one offseason. Yeah. He's like, the Bengals, if I'm not mistaken, were the worst team in football two years ago, and they're in the second round of the playoffs right now. 
They got an elite quarterback, yep. and they made some moves. He's like, the franchise quarterback is the hardest thing in sports to get. He's like, you have a chance to get one, you freaking get well, one. And, that and was, I, it was compelling to me. It well, was that, compelling That was my me. thing. when I, so I tweeted this. I said, if the Eagles get elite quarterback play next year, they're a Super Bowl contender. If they get elite quarterback play and they fix their pass rush, they could win the Super Bowl. I agree. Because with ultimately, you. when you look I, at the I, tw- I do agree with you. When you look I think at that's the, where the NFL is. Yeah, when you look at the 2017 season. I didn't before the season. If you said that before, and, and granted, this season their line's way better, and you it, like yeah. the coaching and yeah, all that. But, but like, so if you look at the 2017 team, they went from what they were in 2016 to 2017 because Carson got way better. Yep. Like, Fletcher Cox part was already a good player. Big part of it. Zach Ertz was already a good player. Like, all these guys that were like, quote unquote, like entering their prime, whatever you want to call it. Like, they were those same players in 2016, right? If you look at what they did, they added Alshon and Torrey Smith. Nice receivers. Not like Alshon made a crazy. big difference. Though. Alshon made a big difference yeah. in the playoffs. And they added were, Garrett Blunt who made a big difference. They added Chris Long who made a difference. Th- those were Patrick not, Robinson made a difference. Right. Like, all those guys mattered. No, no, but my point is, like, so Alshon, first of all, was not that good until the playoffs for what it's worth. Like, if you remember, there was a big narrative that year about— He was good the second half of the season, remember? Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was like late this, on. Yeah. It was later on. If you remember, a big narrative early was him and Carson aren't on the same page. And then when Foles came in, he played well. Like all, Regardless, Alshon, Torrey Smith, Chris Long, Patrick Robinson, now hitting on all LeGarrette. of them in LeGarrette is hard. Like, hitting on all of them is hard. But individually— None of them were that crazy except for Alshon. Like, they were all, like, Smaller veteran, signs. They were all right. min, million two, exactly. two million three. And, he million. Hit on, and how he hit on all of them, which he'll probably never do again. Like, yep. hitting on five or six low-level free agent signings in one offseason is really hard to do for any general manager. But ultimately, the Eagles won in 2017 because Carson was elite for most of the year, and then Nick Foles was elite when it mattered. Mm-hmm. And then they had a great offensive line, a great defensive yep. line. Like, that's it. The Eagles have a great defensive line. If you add Russell Wilson offensive Aaron Rodgers. Yes, offensive line. If you add Aaron Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, like then you have elite quarterback. At that point, you're just at the pass rush. And although their pass rush does need rebuilt, like they have Hargrave, they have Sweat, Milton Williams looked like he could take a step forward. Like it's not crazy to think that they could fix the pass rush. This they need year. an elite guy. They need an yes, elite. Yes, I agree. Guy. They need yeah. like a Bosa. Like yeah, someone, they need one of those. Someone guys. that people are like afraid of. Yep. Right. Yep. But they're not that far away. Like, like the 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 cornerbacks on the team that year, Ronald Darby, Jalen Mills, fine players. And Patrick Robinson, yeah. Darius Slay's better than all of them, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I Rodney think Avante Maddox was might good, be better than all But them. the linebackers weren't that good that year. Michael yeah. Kendricks was fine. Jordan Hicks was hurt. Nigel like, was good. Nigel was good, right. But, like, I guess what my point I'm making is the, the, the pieces on the outside, the cornerbacks, the receivers, like, they were good, but they weren't special. Like, they didn't have Malcolm to— Malcolm is the one you could say Malcolm was special. Malcolm was special. Mm-hmm. So that would be the one. But I agree with your general premise. That Yes. So th- they're not that far off. And that's why I think the interesting part about trading for Rodgers is, is like, of course they're a Super Bowl contender if they have Aaron Rodgers. Of course they are. Of course. A- Aaron Rodgers on more or less any team. Any team. What yeah. team would you put him like, on? I mean, would you you say- could say like maybe like the Jaguars, or the ta- like the worst teams in football. Like, But they're probably a playoff team. They might be. Aaron yeah. Rodgers alone might be a playoff team. Yeah. yeah. It's certainly possible at yeah. least. It's in, the, it's in the discussion. So let's. So would you trade three ones for Aaron Rodgers? I- Okay, so this is all this is all with the the hypothetical that like I do holistically think that Jalen Hurts will get better. I'm not I out on tell. Jalen Hurts. I believe that he is the smartest option from a team building perspective from the future. You can use those picks on stuff you really need. They need guys on defense. They need young players to grow with, like all that stuff. Especially because we're talking about the line. We're talking about like Jason Kelsey, like. Who knows how much longer we have, if we have longer. Like, yeah. Lane Johnson, you know, he's 32 or whatever, 33. Right. Like, like, these guys are getting up there, too. So, like, you really do need to replenish on both sides of the ball from a young talent perspective. Um, and, blue and, chip. And Hurts, blue chip, baby. Hurts allows you to do that. But, like, again, 
to the point I've been making all, especially when we made the playoffs and stuff, it's like, I, you know, as I get older, I realize, like, how important each season is and how much yeah. I, I just want a bleeping win, man. And, and like, you're telling me I get three or four years of Aaron Rodgers probably, like, even I, if it's two or three? I probably would. Okay. I'm not saying definitely. I really, I don't know for sure, but I I would really consider it. I would not trade three ones for Wilson, but I would trade two and something else. I think the whole, like, Russell Wilson's cook narrative is crazy to me. So this is the interesting. He came off an injury, and he wasn't even that bad, and people are acting like it was horrible. Well, so this is the interesting thing to me, and this is why I'm a bad negotiator. But, like, it's just silly to me to think that I'd be like, I'll give you two but not three. Well, you know, that's like, why you're a bad negotiator. That's why I'm a bad negotiator. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, if it's a first-round pick. You I, know get, I get what you're saying. Are. But, like, if he's the guy, like, if you're internally have decided Russell Wilson's willing to come here and we can get him, it's just, like, funny to think that you're like, okay, we'll give you 15 and 16 but not 19. Yeah. Like, and I understand. Yeah. I get it. But, like, do. ultimately – I don't know. And this is why, you know, I spend money on things. And I'm, but, like, you know. By the way, I've been meaning to bring it up the whole time. I So, Elliot, for those who don't know, Elliot, and we brought it up in the pod before, but Elliot's, like, 90% of his wardrobe is soccer jerseys. Yes. Like, he oh, loves like soccer. The, you <laughs> like the sweater? He's wearing a sweater? I just bought it, yeah. It's a sweatshirt that has soccer jerseys on it. Well, Leeds jerseys, number <laughs> is that one. what they are? Yeah. It's just a mate. I love it because, also, you, like, you always wear soccer jerseys, so to see you in a sweatshirt with soccer jerseys on it is just very funny. I know. Well, but also, quick shout out, since we probably got Jersey people listening, uh, Brendan Harrison, the guy who was on the union, nicknamed Medford Messi. Do you know who this guy is? Elliot. Do you think I know who this guy is? No, you don't. But people <laughs> listening probably Never do. Never heard the name of my He life. literally might sign with Leeds. Like, oh. I know. So I, it's literally all I've been caring about, like updating, right. all that. So, so he's American? He's an American player. He's on USA. So he, he was can't born be that in good, Medford, right? New Jersey. No, he's apparently like super good. He can't be that good. I, well, <laughs> I think American. that's a fair overall assessment. Pulisic, that's like our one guy. I think he might be better, but whatever. We can move on. Yeah, he's American. I think again. the nickname Medford Messi. Give me, give me some Spanish kid. I'm sure he's better. Medford Messi's pretty cool. That's a good nickname. It's an awesome nickname, yeah. right? I mean, so anyway, I hope he signs with Leeds. Give me Messi. It's a good take by you. <laughs> you know, good mate, soccer take all by All I do you. is have great soccer takes. Yeah. By the way, Ray Dittinger with an all-time take on the radio today said that Dalai Lama was overrated. I was like, this is wow. all-time great. Is Ray just about me. hot takes now? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. It was really good. Um, all, all right. right. So I would, I would not trade. I, I'll put this out. I would not trade for Deshaun Watson. I would. De- sorry. We got, I was confused oh, for a second. Elliot, so I'm trying to. All right. We're leaving this in. I was closing the door there because I could hear noise because we're supposed to be a soundproof booth and it clearly didn't close right. So I got up to close the door and I'm like, keep going. I did with my hand and Elliot just totally shut I, up. Yeah, I wasn't right. able to do that. <laughs> it's, got, it's got off the rails a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. Let's All get right, back here's to Here's where we're back where I'm at. I would Russell not, Wilson I would is where not trade three first round picks for Deshaun Watson. Wouldn't oh, do I, it. I wouldn't trade anything for Deshaun Watson Agreed. right now. I would not trade like, for Deshaun until, Watson. Uh, the, our Deshaun Watson take is the same it has always been. Like Until we know more, no. And ultimately, let me say this with Deshaun Watson, too. Even if he is, let's just say, completely exonerated. Oh, then I would trade for him. I would not. I think a year off, everything he's gone through. Nah, he's super I am, good. I, I'm too you worried about him on the other as side. a player as much as I did. I was always more of a Deshaun Watson fan I just as a player. think, like, going through what he went through and, like, going through, like, and look, obviously I'm not painting him as, like, a victim here. But my point is, you take a year off from football and you have the entire NFL staring at you. It's a lot to deal with. Mm-hmm. And if you're giving up three first round picks, I need to be really sure I get, about it. Look, who you I get are. it. I get it. If he's completely exonerated and this is all which again, you know. Right. Well let's let's right. We're talking in a purely hypothetical world. I would I would trade for him. Okay. Yes. So I would not and trade. I would, I would give up three ones. I would not trade for him. But again, I don't think there's any chance of that happening, and thus I'm out on Deshaun Watson. So here's two quarterbacks I'll throw at you, and I'm curious your opinion. Cannot wait. Derek Carr. Aw. 
What is what is going on here? Jack Fritz is so just walking in in the middle. He's so sad. He's not part of the pod. He doesn't. He has no Eagles takes. It doesn't matter. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's a popular take actually. Yeah, he's not the only one. Not gonna close the door again. Unbelievable. I figured um, I'd just say it that time because I couldn't count and you just talk. So, Derek Carr. No. You wouldn't trade anything no, for him? No. I, look, I know I've gone, we've gone back and forth on Carr. I, I just think he's okay. I think he's, I think he's perennial. Like, I think the best version of Derek Carr is like the 12th or 13th best quarterback in the NFL, and the worst version is 20th. So here's my thing. And Jalen could definitely improve. Like 100%. And like, I, that, again, real quick, if you're saying give up a second round pick for Derek yeah. Carr or something, like, fine. But there's, All right, second round but, pick for Derek Carr. Maybe. I okay. consider it. The Eagles, but again, I think I'd rather have, have Hurts and just see what happens. I don't, think you're, I don't think you're winning a Super Bowl with Derek Carr. I mean, I don't know. They made the playoffs this year with not a great team. Like, they, I, I, they I don't think the coach is that made good. The but they made it, whatever. Like, yeah, I just, just, when you watch Carr, he's just so I mean, he beat miss. Justin Herbert in, in L.A. If, no, it was in... Yeah. It was in Vegas, yeah, no, but, but it was still that was a nice win. Yeah, I mean, it's Here, fine. Here's what I'm saying: the Eagles' passing game has to be better next year. Like, bottom line, it has got to be better. Like, and whether that means better receivers, that whether that means hurts hurts improves, whether it's Sirianni, but like Derek Carr makes you a better passing team than Jim. What Harris. I will say about Derek Carr is, it seems like every single person he plays with is obsessed Loves him with him too. Like, like obsessed he has, with him. Like would, he has would some like of that... walk into a, a line of fire. Yeah, for like him. he has a little bit of that hurt stuff. He with has him, right? a little like, bit of that. I think I right now like he's a better passer than Jalen. How old is he? Is he he's not that old. 33. Oh, you think he's over 30? I, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I assumed. I'll look right now. And like, so it's his last year of his deal. So, I mean, the money's there, but the other interesting part about this Jalen Hurts. He's 30. He's 30. He turns okay. 31 in March. So it'll be, it'll be his age so he's 31 season. three years season. younger than Russell Wilson. It'll be his age 31 season. Yeah. Well, yeah, like th- two and a half. Russell right. Wilson turns 34 in November. So the other interesting dynamic to this Jalen Hurts thing is they have one more year of him cheap. Like after this season, they, another good they have to pay him. Yeah. Right? Because it'll be after no, his third really, year. No, that's, an, that's an interesting so, addition to this whole thing. Dicking with Hurts doesn't mean like cheap quarterback play for a year. No, it it's one year. One year. Yeah. Right? Now, all right, now the other quarterback. So the idea being, like, your hope, if you're going with Hurts, you're hoping that he does what Wentz did, and he takes a leap from essentially, yes. I know it's his second year, but, like, essentially from year one as the starter to year two, like Carson did, like a lot of guys do. Like, yeah. he takes that leap. Burrow and, did. Like, Burrow, like a lot of guys. So that's, I think, what you're hoping for, and then then you pay him and move forward if he's your guy. And if he doesn't take that leap, then you don't pay him. I think that's probably, like, the, the smartest a, plan. A real tell on how the Eagles really feel about Hurts will be how much they invest around him this year. Because if you think Hurts can win for you, like, right now, and I'm not saying win a Super Bowl, but you think Hurts is somebody that you could make the playoffs and win within the playoffs, then this is the year to put big money on the cap. Like, whether that's with cornerback, I mean, uh, receivers, like, other things. Like, because in 2023, you're going to have to pay Hurts way more than you're paying him now. Even if he doesn't get top-of-the-line money, right, yeah, Hurts is get... going to make 20-plus million in 2023. At least if he's the star, if he gets a contract from the Eagles to be their starting quarterback, it will be for, like, $30 million a year. Yeah, probably 30. by then. I mean, and that's what everyone gets. Right. But what starting, what, what, like... But what other teams giving him that? That's the other thing. Well, uh, again, that would be that would be assuming he's awesome next year. Like, right. And right now, he wouldn't get anything near that. My point is, like... This is assuming that, but he, even right now he's worth nine, ten million at least. Yeah, oh for sure. Any quarterback, right. I mean, like backups make that. I agree, like, right? So you're talking about Hertz getting a substantial raise in a year if if he's great. Like that, that's my point. I'm talking about if, if Jalen Hurts comes back next year, takes a leap, and is a top ten, top twelve guy. That's when he gets paid. Yes, 
But even if he's a top twenty guy, he's then still getting paid. Well, then you're, like, then you're, then you're, yeah, you're he'll get paid by on some, at that point. Yeah, th- and that's the the potential, you know, no man's land that you worry about. You know, you don't want to get in that situation where you have eighteen. You want to be Kirk Cousins. You don't want to be Kirk Cousins. Would you, you so, have the eighteenth or fifteenth best quarterback and be paying him forty million? Like that's you, the concern. Would you trade a second for Derek Carr? Like just a second round pick, yes. and then you could trade Jalen elsewhere. Assuming you don't want to keep Jalen. Uh, I think I would. I don't know. I I honestly don't know. All right, what I about, re- like a second. It's like nothing for the guy. What about Jimmy Garoppolo? And do you have to pay Carr? Is he paid right now? He's got one year left on his deal, so he'd be cheap for a year, and then you'd probably redo his. No, it's not that cheap. Oh, it's, it's not that cheap. It's yeah, an, um, I think he already got paid once. I could be wrong, but I don't know. I'm torn on that one. I'm what about torn. Garoppolo? I do think right now. I think right now. I mean, Derek Carr is definitely a better quarterback. Yes, yeah, I don't sure. think it's close. And Garoppolo, I already said no. But I do. I I like. I think Garoppolo is is uh, a uh, product of uh, the system. As Garoppolo would be a real. Let's find out how good Sirianni is. Yeah. I, well, I think I think Garoppolo is great with Kyle Shanahan. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is great anywhere else. Well, I think it depends on the coach. Like it depends no, on the I'm scheme. S- like Garoppolo yeah. can. Garoppolo is a system of the scheme. Whereas I feel like Hurts. Can do things for you outside the scheme. Agree. Like if, if like if they got Garoppolo and they were good, it would be because Sirianni's like scheming things up. Well, and also because right? they have great talent around him and all that type of stuff. You know. Yeah, but I mean, if you gave the if you gave Hertz and Sirianni, if you gave how about this? How about this is a hypothetical? And I'm throwing you in a bunch of tough spots, so I apologize. <laughs> if you gave the exact same roster to these three quarterbacks, who has the best team? Car Garoppolo hurts. So right the exact now, today, same well, it's a different. The point is, if you want, like, you can project for next year. Well, no, but that, but it, the thing with that's what makes it tough with hurts because you're saying, would I keep? Who would I want? Right. Right. It's not just about next year. It's do I believe that Jalen Hurts is going to become a great quarterback in the NFL? He's 23. But would you think that? I. Mean, I that's what I'm trying to figure out. That's the what every Eagles fan is like, trying to figure out. It's almost like, would you take the gamble? Exactly. Right. It's like, would you? How much next would you year, I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. I think I, J- Derek Carr will be better next year. But do I think Derek Carr will be better than Jalen Hurts in two years? I don't know. I don't think he will. I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, what? Like, if there was like Parks Casino odds for Jalen Hurts taking this team to the NFC Championship game, just there, they don't have to win. They don't have to go to the Super Bowl. Just Jalen Hurts takes wins two playoff games for them. What would you put the odds at? In his career, like in the same season, I'm saying, like, yes, in his career. Like, well, I mean, it's basically will he be the Eagles quarterback? Because I think if you think he's going to take a leap next year, be the Eagles quarterback, the odds would be pretty, you know, like, like plus six hundred, yeah, plus yeah, plus four hundred, plus six hundred. Right. But I think if you think that, like it could be plus ten thousand if you think that he's not good enough, he's not going to be good next well, year. Well, the point I mean? I'm making is the Eagles have to gamble this offseason because there's a ton available, a ton available, and they have a ton of assets. And they have assets. That's what so they are basically deciding how how much do we actually believe Jalen Hurts is going to turn into what we think. That's the gamble. Right, it really is, and it, I, I what I'm trying to say is I don't know what the odds are. I don't, and I don't know what the answer is. That's the problem. Right. Again, like you and but I, you have know been, what car is, you, you know what Garoppolo is. Yeah, I you know, know what these I know, are. but that's the point. We don't know what hurts is, and, and that's, that's why that's the question. Like, yeah, and that's the ultimate question. I wish, like again, that's why, like you and I have been more pro hurts than a lot of right. certainly media people the whole season, and I still am. I still feel like I'm I'm fighting for hurts, and even I don't know if he's the guy or not. Like, I mean, I like, don't know. Let me look I don't up know Derek, if he is. Let me look up Derek Carr's numbers, and I know that. All right, has, while you do that, let me remind everyone, download the Park Sportsbook app. I mean, I was thinking, by the way, season long. I was thinking of bringing here? up this Brendan Harrison thing during the Parks read. It would have been a good one. It would have been a good yeah. one because I'm like, bet on leads all the time. Look but unfortunately, that. I was too excited. Here's the thing, though. You can bet on football this weekend. And uh, I don't know if you listen to your boy over here. 
Five out of six. I know. Thank you very much. And called all six winners because I picked the Bucks to win, but I picked the Eagles to. Good my job. Eagles love made me pick, take the points, idiot, yep. like a fool. Five out of six. It, are you wondering if there's an extra hundred plus bucks in my parks account more than there was before Good this for weekend? You. I'm at zero in mine. There was. Yeah. Right. Oh, Elliot. I know. Elliot, you got We need some winners for Elliot. Download the Park Sportsbook app. The best thing is that obviously you watch these games already. Now you're invested in them. You're locked in. I'm watching the Cincinnati like it's my favorite. It's like Philly and Cincinnati. Same thing as right. far as I was concerned because I had a bunch of money on them. Oh, my God. What a Josh Allen fan I was on Saturday. <laughs> Let me tell you that. You get so invested in these games. You can do the single game, uh, same game parlays, which is the best. Go through in yards and touchdowns and all this stuff. And of NBA. course, I was just about to say, of course, basketball. You can win on all this stuff. So much fun. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And here's a great deal for you. If you sign up now, you get a $500 risk-free bet. You just bet $500. Boom. And that's Risk something free. that's something where you could take like a money line favorite that's let's say you know like minus one whatever one seventy and just get three hundred free bucks exactly and you're just getting three hundred free bucks take yeah. the odds play yeah. the odds then you don't use have that to do money. a long parlay when exactly. you have a risk free bet you're, it's fun to do but you don't have to it's, it's banking some money for nothing again yeah. there's no risk that's what risk free means it's yeah. a beautiful thing just download the app in the app store or click parkscasino.com slash pa news our promo code GoBirds. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk-free in site credit. Uh, your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. You must be 21, President of Pennsylvania, Gambling Problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Later on in the pod, we will make our picks for this weekend. And just listen to James. Good chance. I, I mean, I'm probably going 10-1 this playoffs. I agree. I'm just you, saying. You probably are. Locked in. The games get easier, in my opinion. I'm locked in. Yeah. I'm just telling you, I'm I'm locked. There is one game that I'm concerned about what I'm going to pick. I already know my picks. I normally come in, I'm like, ah, I Got my picks. I feel okay. very good about it. I'm excited. Yeah, I haven't seen the line. Except so. one game. I'm really torn on. We'll get to that coming up. All right, back to the Eagles. All right, so Derek Carr has 50 passing touchdowns in the past two seasons combined. Do you think Jalen Hurts will throw 50 passing touchdowns? Well, I don't think that's a fair question. I mean, because Jalen combined for 27 touchdowns this year. Right. 26, so I, right? So, right, like but, rushing but, touchdowns have to matter there. I, they matter, but don't you agree that, like, and again, I like a rushing quality is important. What's for me the difference between touchdowns? Who cares? I, I agree with you, but don't you think that ultimately the Eagles' next step is their passing game has to? Improve? Of course it does. Right. I agree. I'm just saying like touchdowns are not necessarily the barometer I'm looking at because like you got to give them credit for those rushing touchdowns. I, trust me, I would the one. Look, that made I don't a bet think we need for... to. I don't think we need numbers to tell us Derek Carr is a way better thrower of the football. Yes, in that, that's the point I'm making, and I get it. Yeah, uh, but I, I, a, I don't think I know that you know they need to throw the ball better, but it doesn't mean that. Jalen Hurd's legs don't exist. Like, that right. is still no, a valuable weapon that makes a difference and made the running game so great for a long time this yep. season. All that really helps across the board. So it does matter. 100%. But yes, I think we can both sit here and agree. If Jalen Hurts isn't a better throw of the football next season, if he's the Eagles quarterback, then it will definitely be his last season the Eagles quarterback. Agreed. Like, he has to be a better throw. Have got to be a better throw. All right. Uh, we're going to get to our picks in a bit. Uh, let's get some other stuff in the rest conference. Cause Do you want my Kenny Pickett take or no? Sure. Yeah, why not? Just so, you know, I figure we're going to have some time to talk quarterback. We will. That's a good point. I don't actually. know. If You're right. Any... You know what? I don't want to talk Kenny Pickett yet. You can throw it no, out no, here. No, no, no. I want to wait. You sure? Yeah, I want to I want to, I want to. cook it more. Okay. Yeah. to cook a little bit. Yeah, I got to let Pickett it simmer style. a little. I don't want to get to, you know, jump on it. What if I told you that his nickname was KP? Would that change your opinion at all? Good information to know. I just made it up. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm sure people do call him KP, though. It's a weak <laughs> As someone whose nickname is their initials. ESP. You know? Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, no one calls me JS, and thank you for that. It's not, I mean, ESP is- It a, doesn't flow. Right. You know, like, ESP you know, like, is three letters. Like, KP yeah. flows. JG will get to wow. flows. Uh, the hottest head coaching candidate on the market. 
You know, you guys can talk God, about Gannon all you want. In the NFL. No league, one has any idea what knows. they're doing. The yeah, league the team knows. that hired David Culley is interviewing him. Great job. You're really on top. Biggest dysfunction He's in the sport. He's going to get more head coach interviews during his first year with the Eagles than Jim Schwartz yeah. got the entire season. It's an embarrassment. I mean, at I the NFL should be I wouldn't hire Gannon. I'm I just know. saying, clearly within the league. It, Although, I have a theory. It, oh, good. I want to get there. I want to get there. But 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 first, let's finish up from today because we literally pretty much only talked to Hurts. Not, to be fair, not a ton of other stuff in the right. press conference. Um, the Rager stuff we kind of got into. Anything else stand out to you from, from the press Rager's conference gone. today? I think Rager's gone. I don't think Rager's going to be Whoa. Bad. Okay, we got yeah. a disagreement here. Now, obviously, everyone knows what I think about Jalen Rager. Again, let me reiterate my... If you missed the last pod, officially, he's my least favorite eagle yes. of my lifetime. Like, can't stand... Seeing him on the team, it's ruined Jeremy Macklin for me. By the way, I see the number eighteen; it's, oh, yeah. it's ruined. It's ruined. Wow. Used to love it, now I hate it. Out on number eighteen, um, but I, I think there is almost. First of all, the way they talked about him, the way they, you know, yes, they were disappointed on, but they talked about how we met with Jalen and right. he knows what he has to do and all. I, it's a Howie Roseman first round pick. I think there's almost a zero percent chance he's gone. I think the chances he's back are like 10%. Wow. I do not believe they will bring Jalen back. I, I think they will trade him. Pod bet! Yeah, I think Let's they, make a bet. What do you want to bet? Trade him to who? The uh, Canadian not, football yeah, They're league? not going to give it. They're not going to get anything for him. Well, all right. Is the bet that he's on the roster in training camp or on the roster week one? I mean, I think it's going to be both. But all right, well, I'll, I'd prefer week one. I'm bet. sure you would, yeah, really? Yeah, I'd prefer week one. That's fine. Yeah. I'll give you week one. That's fine. Okay. I just don't think they can bring him back. And I like the coaching staff does not like him or trust him. They can say whatever they want. They clearly don't trust him. Like you said, they scheme for him. Yeah, they run like this. They did. They ran him. Hold on, hold on. There we go. Earmuff. They run like those little dumb plays for him. But outside of that, they're not scheming him in the passing game. They're not like trying to get. Played more snaps than any other receiver in the playoff game. More snaps than any other receiver in the playoff game. I think it's because they put him out there on running plays just to like. To but get him on the field. He plays, man. He plays. And he's bad, though. He's horrible. I know, but I'm saying, like, I do not believe Jalen Rager will be back on the I think team you, if you are way underestimating. What's he going to come back as the punt returner? When was the last time we went into an offseason? We're like, oh, this guy sucks. I can't believe they drafted him high. They got to get rid of him. And how he got rid of him. All right. When's, when? the, when's the last JJ time? JJ Ortega Whiteside, the pave in the way. But, but, all right, but well, when's the last time a number three receiver, which is what they said he is, right? They called him a number three receiver. Was a lock to be back on the team. Like, there's no. It con- doesn't matter. He was a first round pick. But How he is in charge? Ago now. It, well, okay, moved, when was the last time from Danny Watkins after two years? Didn't Danny they? Watkins quit football? I'm just saying, like Rager has not been that much more productive than Watkins. Was. I, I, I'm with you. I think he's just as horrible. A pick, yes, but I just think you're misguided. How here. long was like, Marcus Smith on the roster? Again, you're arguing whether he should or shouldn't. I agree. There is no way he should be on but the I'm roster. Give, but my, He's going to be. No, but the, I'm giving you examples of them moving on from Marcus Smith was here longer than two years. For uh, sure was he, he definitely? Because he was yeah. drafted in 20... He definitely was. He was drafted in, what, 2014? He was, because I worked for the team that time, and he was definitely there the, the entire time I was there. So maybe it was three. But it, it was not four. It, if three, then. Whatever. That's all I'm saying. I don't or think, wait, I don't think Rager gets one more year. Here, I'm looking it up as we see. You're saying you think Rager gets another year. I, I would be floored if Rager's not. I don't want him to be. But why? But, but yeah, I'm just four curious. Year, three years in Philly. For, three years for in Philly, okay. And then he was in Seattle for a year right. in Washington for a year. <laughs> Excuse me. It's like dusty in here. Um, I I think they move on from him. I don't think they bring him back. Because I because I think they're going to go out and get another receiver. When are you going to have him be your fifth guy? Yeah. Like, I, but yes. he can't play special teams and he can't block. He's I, Dude, 
I agree with everything. Like, say you're what saying. you know about JJ. You're you're making arguments that I agree with. Like you're not you're arguing. I know, no, I know you agree, but my point is, I think this is what internally. They I will think talk you're about. wrong. When has Howie Roseman done this? His whole life, Howie Roseman hangs on to these guys. He won't let them go. Yeah, but like, it, there's just a difference between keeping JJ and keeping Rager. Like JJ can play special teams. JJ can block. Like Rager can't do the things that bottom of the receiver rosters receivers do. So like. You can't have him here. Again, he can't return punts. So, like, he can't do that. I will be floored. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll come up with a bet. bet yeah, we got to figure out. Uh, tweet at us. Tweet right, us the or bet? leave us a five-star review and put a bet and in there. And to be Either clear, way. both of us don't think he should be here. Oh. I am literally saying I think he will. I, I think he'll be gone. I think he will I, be. Obviously, it was up to me. Yeah. I would move on. Well, of course. I, right. I would have moved on after the first season. I, I can't. Well, after the first season. I would have. I, I know you would have. I would have moved on from him the moment they took jo- him instead of Justin Jefferson. I, I was out on record from that day, and all I've been done is proved right day after day. Again, how if you need anybody, I'm here. All I do is crush these Again, receiver calls. I'm not high on Rager. I'm just saying I think he'll be gone. I, and I don't. I wish. Okay. I wish he was gone. Again, Sirianni's position he cares about. I'm not cares about because he cares about the quarterback. But like he's a former receiver. You cannot tell me that coaching staff. I don't wants think Rager Nick back. Sirianni has any choice. I don't think Nick Sirianni. But I don't think Rager's I don't think, Nick, I think if we're up now. to Nick Sirianni, he wouldn't have played him this year. I don't think he had a choice. I think this is well, Howie. He played him this year because of receivers. It's because of Howie. But so it's bad. Howie. 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 You're Howie. Right, you're Howie. Blame, you're right to blame Howie. You're blaming him the wrong, wrong way though. Like you are correct. It's Howie's fault. Rager plays so much, but it's not because he's being told to play. It's because they have nobody else I, to play. I, I, I think it's both. I, I think that he, I think Howie wants Rager to play. He wants his first round pick on the field. But I don't I do. think Howie's saying to them, put Rager on the field. I think it, maybe not directly, but I think he is. I think he is making it known that Rager should play. Hey, it's a first round pick. Get the most out of this guy. Hey, well, we'll hey, see get, if he's get gone. Me, show me how good he is, whatever. Like, I, I feel super confident about that. And again, I feel super confident he's going to be back. I, again, we both don't want him to. I, there's no one I want gone more. If I could only pick one player to be gone, it'd be him. I know. Like, that's it. Like, I'll take all the other scrubs back. Get rid of Rager. I think he's going to be gone. I hope you're right. All right. I really hope you're right. All right. Anything else from the press conference? Um, I there's to think. too much. I mean, like, the there. Rager stuff. The Brandon Brooks thing, talking about how uh, Brandon Brooks wanted to end the season healthy. I think that just backs up to, like, they didn't want to play him because they didn't want him to get hurt, and then you couldn't move on uh, from Yeah, him. that was your take towards the end. I thought to, it was a great take. I think he wants to enter free agency healthy once he's cut. So, like, I don't think Brandon's going to be back. Yeah, and whatever. Like, we appreciate Brandon all he did here. Kind of messed up there. I mean, that is a little weak, to be honest. I get it. Well, no, it's I think your the career. team is telling him he doesn't, they don't want him to play. Oh, you think the team did? I think the team is saying, like, it's good, man. Like, oh, just... okay. All right. Because if he goes to them and says, don't play me No, no, no I don't think that's that it. Would be, okay, that's My, a, I misinterpreted I think it's a win-win. I think okay. the team is like, cool. you know what? Like, Because they could have used Brandon Brooks fine. at the end of the season. Yeah, but we, who knows if he's good Not anymore. moving forward, I'm saying uh, I think that Brandon Brooks is better than Sue Opeta today, right now. That's I, what I think. Honestly, and again, like, Dude, like Brandon is my guy, like, it, like all that. But like, I don't think you can say definitively he's better I, than Sewer right now. I feel pretty confident that I he can has say a, he. How many weeks of his life has he played football matter. over the last how few many seasons? NFL games has he played? I agree, but it's been a long time. Like I get Sue it. has practiced every week for two yeah, years. I don't like, know. It just doesn't do it for me. Practice. Who gives a crap? Okay. We're so about, either okay. way, the point is, is, is look, I, I thank you to Brandon Brooks. It's fine that he moves on, but I think like. You know, it's a bummer the way that all played out this year because they, they could have used him. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the offensive line wasn't an issue, so ultimately it is what it is. Well, but... it wasn't the playoff game. The offensive line had their worst game of the, the season. Really? You they, think that? I, don't... I thought the offensive line was horrible oh, in okay. that game. I didn't have that take. They weren't right. able to run the ball, and they gave up a ton of pressure. Well, they got I think, beat I think up. they, I think they, they uh, weren't able to run the ball because the Bucks put, like, 12 They were. The they were not but... able to pass. 
pass block that well. They got beat up. I didn't think protection was that much of an issue for her. Yeah, I thought it was a bad game for the offensive line. Right. I thought it was a bad game for everyone. I'm, I'm so. not going to fight yeah. you on it. I, I, th- I thought it was not. Certainly, look, it certainly wasn't the best offensive line in football on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. No, but I think also Hertz did a bad job in the pocket. I I, I think Hertz stunk too. I right. think they all stunk. Regardless, I think Suo Peta is not a, a good At this point, I'm not sure that that's true. And it's not like, dude, again, this is why when people keep asking me about Brandon Brooks, like when's he coming back? I'm like, like again, I like Brandon and all that, but yeah, I he get, hasn't played in forever. I get like, it. I still think he's better than Suo Peta. That's what I think. Okay, that's fine. I, I, and I certainly would have felt more confident with Brandon Brooks out there. And again, that's the idea that if you were ready to play a playoff game, you would have maybe practiced before and got like one ready week. To... Yeah, one or right, two but weeks. But the point right. is, we're, we were talking about this since week twelve. Or yes, whatever. I agree. He's a more talented player than Suo. We're talking about week twelve. I'm not talking about like the last week. Like, oh, if you've been like, oh, I can play now. I'm talking about like the whole way this played out. Like, oh yeah, I see your you point. You know what I mean? Like, right. Anyway. Um, all right, anything else before we get to the picks? And obviously, again, we'll be on on Saturday. I'm sure wrapping up the season, ton to get into, and, and pods all offseason and all that. No, so I think I'm lots good. Lots more. All right, let's dive into the picks. Um, as, again, just flames coming off me yeah, right now. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to, like, actually keep track of your picks this time. Oh, look, you don't need to. It's only four games. It's hard to forget them. True, good point. Yeah, I, rem- I remembered that I went five of six last week. Only, all right. Only team What's that the first game? Me. Do you know the lines or no? Cause no, I, know I the, don't know Oh, them, good, yeah. so you can guess. I know the lines. Okay. First game, and I'll just say right off the top, this is the one that I am, like, super torn on. Can I guess which one it is? I don't even know the schedule. Oh, yeah. I think you're probably most torn about uh, Rams-Bucks. No, I'm not. Chiefs-Bills? Bengals-Titans is the first game. That is what I'm most torn about. Let me say, ready? The Bengals are winning this game. Okay, so that's why I'm torn. What do you think the line is? Titans are favorites, I'm going to guess. Because they're at home, right? Obviously. Mm -hmm. They're the one seed. Yeah. Titans minus... I'm deciding between two and a half and three and a half. Three and a half? It is three and a half, which is a great job by you, but Thanks. how do you decide between two and a half and three and a half and not think of three in there? Because I didn't think it would be a basic line. I think it would either be uh, like people would lean Bengals or like the Titans would be like a very small edge. So it's Titans by three and a half. Um, I think the Titans are winning the football game. Uh, the half point is what's screwing I, me up. I don't think the Titans are winning. Yeah, I originally, that was my original take. I originally went into this being like, oh, Burrow's better. You know, Burrow's the best yeah, player in this game. Exactly. I love Burrow. He's my favorite. Like, again, yeah. like I'm the one who said I would take him over Herbert. You're still not sure about that. Right. I wouldn't a second. I'm all in on Burrow. Uh, this is like, the fact that everyone is just completely underrated the Titans makes no sense to me. They're the one seed. They've won playoff games, this team. Like, they went to the FC Championship game a couple years ago. Mike Vrabel has been here. Ryan Tannehill has been here. This is the Bengals' first playoff know, but, but, We just saw it. We just saw what the first playoff appearance going well, up against though. an experienced playoff team looks like. But let me ask and, you this. And the Titans have won big games this all year. Right, I get all that. It all makes sense, 100%. Who do you think is a better team? I think the Titans are a better football team. Okay. I think Burrow's a better quarterback. Of course they're better. They were better all year. I'll, Why would look, the Titans be better? Plus the hook, plus the three and a half, I'll definitely take Bengals plus Well, that's what I'm worried about, the hook. I'm yeah. going to go with the Titans. I, I'm, I'm, To be honest, I'm changing the line with my own betting. I'm going to make it two and a half. I'm going to lower the line to the alter of spread. Right. I'm going to take the Titans for the purposes of our picks, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if they win by three. But I think the Titans are winning this game, man. I think you underrate the Titans. My initial thought was, oh, the Bengals, I love Joe Burrow. I thought about it. I'm like, man, I'm on. I'm doing what other people are doing. I'm ruining the Titans. And let's be honest, three and a half is absolutely a Titans line. Um, it opened at two and a half. It's moved to three and a half. Opened at three originally. Yeah. And then down to two and a half. Then, um, so I don't I'm know. The I, Bengals. I, I, the Bengals just have that it factor. I, they do, man. Like I, I, I like, like the Bengals. They barely beat the Raiders, dude. They barely like well, barely. Right, no, I'll say this. Dude, did I you didn't watch get a chance game? to watch a lot of okay, games. I, was so I watched the entire game, start to finish. 
they barely beat the Rangers. All right, that's a compelling I mean, the point. I mean, they had the, the whistle. Like, there's all kinds of weird stuff in that game. Yeah, it's compelling. So, like, this year, the Titans beat the Colts, beat the Bills, beat the Chiefs, beat the Colts again, beat the Rams. Do like, you have to put the Colts in there? I mean, whatever. Beat the Niners. Like, they have real wins, this Titans That's fair. Team. That's like, fair. I, I think the Titans are underrated. I think they handle business. I feel... I'd feel better if it were three You know, if you're doing a parlay, a Titans money line might be kind of like... I like the money line. Because it can't be a huge money line. Right. Yeah. Uh, It is... uh, Money line is... Minus two something? I would even guess less than that. Yeah, minus 190. Okay. Okay. Uh, Next game. Uh, The Saturday night game is Packers-Niners. Niners-Packers. I'm going to say it. All right. So I'll confess that I think I saw this one, but I only think I saw it and it was early on. Um, is Is it Packers minus three? Okay, so you did not see this. Okay, yeah, I did. It is it. Packers minus six, my friend. Wow. I would take the not. Oh. The Niners are playing well. They've been in stages, to your point. Like, Packers coming off a bye. So, like, maybe it's. But the Packers are good. Hmm. I think the Packers win the game for sure. Like, as sure as you can Money be. Moneyline parlay team for sure. Yeah. But I. It's six, you said? Six. I think I would take the Packers. I'm taking the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. And Niners beat up. I don't know if Jimmy's going to play. Like, I honestly don't. Like, That's a good I point. Think, I think he might, but, like, all the words coming out are really – he's not if practicing. It's worth, they did almost blow that game. He's not practicing. Uh, maybe no Bosa. Uh, if I had to bet no Bosa. Fred Warner it says he's going to play, but got hurt bad in that last game. Like, those are single two point, most actually. important events of players. And the Coming Packers, off two big wins, Last too. playoff game Aaron Rodgers played was a, a disappointing loss at home, like, Chance now to go back at it. You're right. Packers minus six. I like the Packers. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, all right. Uh, Rams Bucks. Was this the one that was three or three and a half? This is three. Okay. Yeah. Bucks by three at home. A standard three, a strong three. I think, you know, like ultimately, I'm just not picking against Brady again, is where I fall on it. Like, I think the Rams are probably better, probably, but like, to go with my thing, like Matthew Stafford over Tom Brady in a playoff game, like I talked myself into the Eagles, but like it was ultimately just as simple as like they have Tom Brady. It's kind of like what happened on mm-hmm. Sunday, right? And the Eagles, whatever, we've gotten into it. But like, yeah, I'll, I'll take the, and, and they're not even that big of favorites. I'll take the Bucs. I'm taking the Rams. Mm. I just think they're better. Like, okay. I think they're really talented. The Rams, like talent wise, I think they're the most talented roster in the NFC right now, health wise. Talent-wise, health-wise, like probably yeah. flying guys flying around. Cam Akers back, like oh, Cam Akers looked awesome again. Yeah. Look at that. Um, I agree though. Stafford's brave makes me scared. I like that it's three. I think it's a close game. Um, I don't feel good about this one. This It'll is be a one that fun game. Though. Yeah, I don't feel super confident. I feel great about the Packers pick. I feel also, great keep about this my in next mind. pick. Keep this in mind. They dominated the Bucks earlier in the season. They did, which I think makes you want to pick Brady. A little nervous. Yeah. So just but keep that in mind. I'm taking the Rams. Okay. I feel. Pretty okay about it. All right, last one, Bills Chiefs. What a game. What a game. Yeah. I very rarely go down the, like, what a game path. This is the game. This is the game. This is the game. This is the Super Bowl, probably. Like, this is, like, two uh, of the— Packers, Packers, Chiefs, Packers, Bills is really fun, too. But I know— but I just mean, like, these are two of the best three teams left. Yeah, and the Packers are the the other one. That's why I'm saying if it's—I agree. This is one of the two best games we have left, assuming it's Packers, one of these two teams. I also think whoever wins this game is definitely the favorite to win this game. 100% agree. Unless the Packers smoke them, but whatever. Yeah, I think I think they're they're definitely the the clear favorite in the AFC. Obviously, yes. I'm taking the Chiefs. 
Good, because I'm taking the You're Bills. You're taking the Bills, I know. I mean, this is our Super Bowl fix battling. I feel like we didn't even have to pick this game. We just, it's only one and a half, though. I like that you took the Chiefs without knowing what the line was. Oh, only one and a half is basically <laughs> a pick them, yeah. So it opened at two and a half. It's already moved towards the Bills. So Yeah, um, I think Chiefs minus one and a half is unbelievable. The fact you're getting Patrick Mahomes. Are, yeah. I mean, look, I can make the case. Patrick Mahomes, you're getting, you're giving one and a half points of Patrick Mahomes yeah, at home in the basically playoffs. Yeah, you're getting a pick on yeah. After Patrick Mahomes for six, five touchdowns, whatever, last right. week. Like, I get it. I, I mean, it. like for what it's worth, like as much as the uh, this is this the is, Bills were impressive. The Chiefs also dominated. This is there. me riding with my Super Bowl pick. That's the way I'm looking yeah. at it. And also, look coming up, but it's hard to judge. Like both teams looked awesome last week. Like they so, what would the awesome. parlay be? Do we just do like all four money lines? I think we do the money lines, but we don't agree. That's true. We don't agree. <laughs> And the That's only true. ones are, so we we'll don't go, agree on any. Venture pa- on off Packers. Our own. We're betting all of it. We just put a bunch on the well, Packers. Well, hold on. What do we disagree on? Every other game. Well, I took the Rams. I but took you the can Titans. Talk. I did Titans. You can money talk line. into the Titans. I can't get the Titans money. Yeah, Tony, line. Titans money line. You can get me. <laughs> but so you definitely don't want to bet anything Bucks. If I'm, I'm if I'm the compromising Ram- on the Titans, I, look, fine. I could do a Bucks money line because yeah, I think. Saying. I still think the Rams win, but I think that's really close. And well, let's see what one gives us better odds. I like that. You give me one, I'll give you one. Yeah. No, right. no, fuck. Excuse me. Again. <laughs> better odds. Screw the better odds. All right, I'm opening the app. Let me see. I think we go being Packers minus six, and then Bucks money line. Uh, Bucks Hold minus- on, I'm going to build it right now. So Titans money line. Yes. Titans minus 190. Yeah. Uh, 49ers Packers. We both like Packers, so that's mm-hmm. easy. And then, and then Bucks money line. Bucks, well- should we just take a minus three? No, I don't. That's the thing is, I I want the I, I think the Rams are going to win the game. I'm giving you a little bit by giving you okay. the money line, and then we just want to stay away from Bills Chiefs. I think we stay away from Bills Chiefs because okay. we so are plus four seventy nine. That's good. It's fine. Yeah. Should we do twenty? Right. Let's do the 20. playoffs. Yeah. All right. And you're Mister Money something. Bag over here now. All I did is um, win money twenty to win ninety five. I was a monster this weekend. Good to know. Ever since the at Georgia in the national championship game, crushed that. I I'm did on a, a streak, buddy. I did a same Hot game streak. parlay. I did. Uh, what did I do? Me, and my brother put it together. I did Rams money line. Uh, was it a Cooper Cup touchdown? A Sunny. A, what's his name? Sony. Sony Michelle. I had him, and then he had one that he scored, and then I got and they taken get taken back. off the board. Then I had Connor James. So I had a four James leg parlay Connor. and three. Yeah, and I. Had Four game, four leg parlay. So you three lost because of, of the one that got taken yeah. off the board. Yeah. Oh my god, that is like. And also, it was funny. That my, is soul crushing. My buddy. brother really wanted to do Matthew Stafford over one and a half yards oh, rushing, and he, he had two it. yards. And, yeah, exactly. I gotta get that run. Yeah. Oh, what a kick in the junk. So it was not fun. No, no. that's a tough loss. Yeah, I just, no. I, I was, you know, I was feeling it. Well, good for you. Maybe yeah. let me know next. <laughs> I did on the pod. I told yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. Me too. Uh, all right, uh, Ellie's got a haircut. Yeah, thank you. You get out here. Uh, I schedule a monthly now, so I don't have to worry about it. Thank you. Yeah, normally we don't record today. We normally record tomorrow, but how he spoke today, so we said we got to record. Got to do what we got to do. We do. We're there for you. All right, any final thoughts before we get out here? And again, Saturday, one to three, uh, be there. Okay, yeah, I do have one quick final thought. Yes. I don't even think it's it's a conversation at this point. Right now, currently, like as we, as as a society, like as a world right Ooh, now. Can't wait to see where you're TV going shows are just way better than movies. Like, I'm not saying if you want to look at like every TV show ever versus every movie ever, like whatever. But right now, there is so much more quality television being made than quality movies. Like, dude, Yellow Jackets is unbelievable. Yeah, I really want to see it. I don't show Station time. Station 11, unbelievable. Oh, you finally started watching it. Yeah, so Station I'm, 11 is- I'm two in and Kristen's five Station, in. But, uh, yeah, we're eight in. Station yeah. 11 is, it's my favorite show. Right yeah, it, it also really makes you think like, 
look, a lot of people died from COVID, so clearly it was a big deal. Yeah. But like, could you imagine? It made you ninety nine percent of the world dies. That's the yeah. idea of that show. Yeah, like, like everyone dies. It's crazy. Yeah. So and it's also hits closer to home because we just lived through it. So yeah. like looking at the beginning oh, totally. of it, it reminds you phenomenal. But my, what I'm making is, like, there's just so many great TV shows. Like, Succession's super good. Totally. Yellowstone is super mm-hmm. good. Yellow Jackets is really good. 1883 is really good. Like, You're really in on Taylor Sheridan so, these days, huh? I know. I guess that's who does You're going to watch Mary Kingstown? Too? He's 1883 and, yeah, and Yellowstone. Yeah, both. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, like, they're just so much better than movies, right? So I- I think it's so much harder, too. Like, making a TV show is, like- it's just like a movie is just a, a movie is just a TV show they couldn't think of enough plot for. Yeah, it, well, that that you ruined your take with all that stuff. Exactly. They're separate entities and separate things achieving separate things. I agree that right now the prestige belt, so to speak, is with TV. Yeah, like I think, but I think that's. I mean, first of all, there are obvious reasons for that. I mean, and everyone is home now. I mean, like, well, also been, I think like now people lean to to towards doing people like don't go out as fi- much. Like, you'd rather watch TV at home than go out to the movies. But also, I you can also like, watch those movies at home too. But I also think TV's changed. Like, fifteen years ago, a TV show was like a thirty episode thing. Well, on, it's completely like, different. You can make a seven minute episode miniseries. That's I what think I'm there saying. are a lot think, of cases where things that would have been a movie are TV point. shows now. That's for my point. Sure. I'm saying I think a lot of things. If you have like a really great, like juicy, awesome plot. You're doing like a seven part mini series versus like a you know a two hour and twenty minutes. I, I don't think you can say it that definitively, but I know your point, and I think macro. There it is. I think your point is right. I think Thank right you. now TV is the belt holder. So yes. and honestly, I don't know if it ever go back. Like I don't know if movies will ever will be ever. as culturally relevant. There's a decent chance I never a, I never seen a movie. Now in the theater here's again. the flip side though. Well, that's a crazy. Thing. I mean, what's what's the last time you saw a movie? I theater? can't wait to go. Emily and I are going to go see Spider Man in, in the near oh, future. Come on. So. But I do think that, like, the point you're making is true, but but while TV, I think, on the whole is more prestige, I think more that the, the better writers and actors are going there now and all that type of stuff, I there is still not, because of the way culture is now with, with all the different streaming services and all the different things that people can watch and all that, I don't think that there is a single TV show that can grab the cultural, um, you know, moment the same way a movie still can. Like Spider-Man No oh, Way I Home. I disagree. With Spider-Man No Way Home was a bigger deal than any TV show in the last five years. No, Without it, there's no it's way It's the that's fourth right. highest grossing movie of all time or yeah, whatever. Like, like the last 20 years or whatever. Okay, but- I think the cultural conversation for those three days, four days, five days or whatever is way bigger and way stronger than any weekly show is since Game of Thrones. There's not been a show so, since Game of Thrones. Succession is the closest yeah, thing succession. we've had. The yes. closest thing we've had to it, and Succession's run was not as culturally relevant as Spider-Man. Way more okay. people saw Spider-Man. Way more. It's not even in the hemisphere. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So it is. I mean, it's just all, a hold fact. On, hold on. First of all, I think this obviously depends a lot on like who you're interacting with. Because I can just I'm say- I'm talking like, about the whole. I'm talking I about I'm, the, the America or I whatever. I think way more people- and I can only view this off of, like, my perception. But you're right. I can think of everything. Like, way more people cared about Succession than Spider-Man. And again, I'm not, it's not a shot the, at Spider-Man. But like, you're, I mean, that's factually wrong. Like, the amount of people who saw Spider-Man is, like, exponential. Do you know how many people saw Succession? It's, like, a few million a week. I mean, like, we're talking about, like, uh, like millions and millions and millions of people saw Spider-Man. Like, this is, you're wrong. Well, they, but, but I... I see like your point. Succession probably yes. has like but you said cultural three to impact. Four... Like more people talked about Succession than in your Spider-Man. world. Yeah. in your world. I'm talking. You're wrong, man. Yeah. Like the culture, overall cultural impact of Spider-Man was way more significant and way bigger well, than the week to week of Succession. Succession's my favorite thing right now. It okay. is my single favorite movie TV out there. Like I will stand for Succession. I thought the last season was fucking perfect. Okay, like, okay. I love it. earmuffs. I know we're we're an hour in. Okay. Um, but I I I'm just making the and I agree with your general point. 
I just think that movies still have the ability to grab the the moment, the water cooler moment more than TV so, because no, not everyone watches TV but anymore. This is why like I disagree the same shows, you. it's all different stuff. But this this is why I disagree with you. So Spider Man, first of all, is a big deal because it's Spider Man. Like it's, it was also amazing, and it's, yes, people think it was the best those, Marvel movie and all these different things. But I think more people watch TV than movies now. Yes, and I know but you're, you're not I'm understanding wrong, my but, point. No, I'm right. not saying you're factually wrong. Right. I think more on the whole do. The problem is more people watch a million different things on TV. The point is there's not one show is what I'm saying. I'm not saying TV as a whole. I'm saying I'll agree there's, you, there's not, not one as many show. movies where it's like on a Friday, like eight different movies. Come there's out. not yes. one show that, that has the cultural impact of the biggest movie. But on the whole, TV has a bigger impact. Do you understand what I'm saying? I get your point. I'm not going to completely disagree. I, mean, it's I fact. still fall. It's a fact. I know. I'm, I'm just, definitely right about this. Well, I still fall on the disagree with you side, but. You're That's making just because you want to disagree points. with me. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't think movies are important as they used to be. But, but they're not. I agree. Again, I'm not arguing that. But point. if you agree with that, then the most important one can't be that important. Uh, if you're I, saying you're they're not, not listening as, to me, no, no, I get your point. The most important right. movie is more important than the most important television show. But all of television is more important than all of movies. But, but see, where I disagree with you is like right now. Like, and again, Spider-Man was a big deal. I get that. But, like, there hasn't been a movie that, like, I think, like, everybody talks about. Spider-Man, you missed it. You're just not I don't, I don't think that's true, though. Dude. Like, no, like <laughs> Spider-Man is a hit. But, like, Spider-Man's like a hit. But, like, when you're talking about, like, interesting and, like, everyone's watching it, like, really. Into I the, think you're just underrating the Marvel thing, man. Like, that's what everyone. I also like, think I'm not big on Marvel. Though. Exactly. Yes. That's the point. Like, it. it dude, but, it's, but, like, but, like. No, the highest grossing movies of all time are. Man, right. in a pandemic. Again, I'm not saying it's not good. I'm no, just... it's not even that. Like, I think you're underrating the cultural impact is my point. Like, people talked about it in a big way when it happened. Like, a right. big way. And it also has a bit of a larger audience. And then it also spans out into all these other things. Like, TV shows and this right. and that. Like, it's a whole world. But regardless, I think that... Well, Spider-Man was a world before this. The movie. main point... <laughs> I'm just saying. What, what... Like, like, I'm saying, like, succession is not like... there hasn't... What does that have to do with anything? Because the point is, Spider-Man, the current movie has a platform that it's already up on. Like, people are already into Spider-Man. There's been Spider-Man movies. What, is, what does that have to do with our discussion? Because to your point, like, so let's say, that, like... All, all right. I am saying is that no TV show right now is going to have the, one show. One show is not going to have the cultural impact that the biggest movie will have. And that's a fact. Not enough people right. watch these well, shows. One last thing, and then... Like, you know, even Game of Thrones, it's like 10 million people watch it a week or whatever. Like... Way more than that saw Spider-Man. You know what Way seems more. to be a big bust? That like Amazon movie or TV show is supposed to be a big deal, like Wheel of Time. Or, yeah. They spent like a billion dollars. Uh -huh. And I, I was like, is it even out? Like, I've, Oh, it's out. Yeah. It wow. Is out. Talk about a bust, man. They must like be upset that. about that. That was a good pivot. Right no there. one ever talks about that. Yeah. And when I heard it was coming it out, was I was miss. like, this is going to be a, something I have to watch. Yeah. All right. You got to get Jericho. We got to get Yeah, it. I really know. Um, all right. Um, thank you listening everyone yeah you know uh, how to wrap it up you've done it oh, yeah we know how to do it we'll be back on saturday check us out uh one to three on wip and uh lots of lot of big off -season. fun off -season. yeah off season cook on my kenny pickett take i eat, cook it yeah i need it i oh, need well. that kp take all right oh, well. he's william james talk to you guys soon